Hello Beasts. I hope you're good, I hope you're well. Um, this is a little clip of uh, a program that I make specifically for the Patreons of Beats. So if you want to listen to this and get loads of extra bonus content, whether it's shows, whether it's playlists, whether it's merchandise drops before anywhere else, if you want to hear this in full or other episodes of The Masters with Nina Simone, with Radiohead, with Frank Ocean, it is all up there. It is a deep dive into their career, their legacy, who they influenced, who they were influenced by, cover versions of their tracks, special versions of their tracks, and all of the rumor, conjecture, and fun stuff that goes with it. So go to patreon.com forward slash chill debates to listen to this and other delights in full. Lucid dreaming is the act of uh, being aware of and controlling your dreams and it's a technique James claims to be responsible for 80% of the tracks on uh, Selected Ambient Works Volume 2. In a 1994 interview he explained, I go to sleep, dream, I'm in my studio with imaginary bits of gear and do a track, then I wake myself up and recreate it. I can do this in about 20 minutes. I kind of believe him. You listen to some of the weird sounds. Um, and some some of those like polyrhythms and things that, that that he puts together and i just don't think that like the the natural waking process of the brain would would connect that like you know when you wake up and you're in that sort of like middle bit of of dreaming the lucid dreaming bit and you'll be like going you'll be dreaming about getting chased by the the honey monster on like mario kart's rainbow road or something like that and then you wake up and you're like kind of seems all real for about 20 seconds and then you're just like back in with it i can i can see that um this next myth is to do with sandpaper and food processors this is a really good one i like i would have loved to have been at this because it definitely feels like emperor's new clothes and he was just toying with everybody and it's like he's toying with the types of art critics that make my skin crawl a little bit here it is in 1994 james was invited to play a london a london club disobey and since he was a regular, in his own words, I'd go down there to see all the weird and wonderful acts they'd have on. He figured he'd take them up on the offer. Even though he couldn't really play any of the records, instead of spinning wax, he just played some sandpaper. And predictably enough, people loved it. Things got more interesting when he performed the same set in New York City at a blast first showcase and added a food mixer to set up. He said, I just mixed some sandpaper together for a bit and then played a food mixer and threw it at someone. He then says, I hit the bloke on the head and I thought I would get sued for that, but he wanted me to sign it afterwards. He said, I will keep this food mixer forever. So, I mean, we can believe that because we've got uh, we've got other people confirming it, don't we? Um, the, the next one that we're going to play now is uh, a track from Radiohead, who I think has been, like Apex One have been a very, very big influence. If you like listen to Radiohead's early work, and then see the transformation around about OK Computer, the tail end of the 90s, and really then Kid A. I think Kid A is the most FX twin um, influenced record, and Tom York has come out and stated how much of an influence that he has been 
honest music. So I thought, let's jump into one of my favorite tracks from Radiohead. This is Idiotech. Thank you. 